Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Van, and this is Best Week Ever. I'm so excited to have you guys tune in this week. This week, I have Ray Sani, a returning guest, and I'm so excited for you guys to tune in this week. We had so much fun talking about Jersey Shore, talking about the Latasha Scott story, which I'm so glad that we got to talk about it because I literally read about it this morning, and for her to bring it up, I was like, please tell me more. Without any further ado, please enjoy this episode with me and Ray Sani on who's having the best and worst week ever. I feel like lying down in the cigar. Roll me up and smoke me because... around a bottle of Louis the 13th, jumping off of a mountain into a sea of codeine. I'm at the top of the top, but still I climb. Thank you guys for joining me back this week on Best Week Ever podcast, where we decide who's having the worst and best week ever in pop culture. This week, I have Another guest that's joining us this week that is a returning guest. I have Ray Sani. I am so, so excited to have you back on. How are you, Ray? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for having me. This is um, going to be fun. Yeah, of course. I had such a blast last time. So I know my audience is going to be excited to have you on this week. Did you want to um, tell my audience a little bit of what you're working on right now or what you're up to? Yes, so um, I am writing on the reboot of Everybody Hates Chris. It's going to be on Comedy Central and Paramount Plus. It's animated, so it might take a couple months, years to get out, but please support it. I'm really excited. You know, we're sort of in that uh, strange post-slap place. And, um, you know, I just hope that Folks, give Ari Buddha chat. It's going to be good. It's very interesting and funny and smart and was sold before the slap. So <laughs> nice. I love Everybody Hates Chris. I, I feel like it's different from Chris Rock, even though that is like his full life and like the yeah. sitcom is about him growing up and whatnot. And it being animation, I am actually super excited to see all the Brazilian fans. <laughs> about this show what'd you say (laughs) i'm excited for all the brazilian fans to watch this show because i didn't wait hold on a fucking second (laughs) because that is so funny that you said that because our showrunner uh maybe i shouldn't tell you this much inside baseball but our showrunner is always like we need to shout out brazil because brazil has the biggest outside of the u.s like um syndication views of everybody hates Chris. I think and there's just like such relatability there. 
Right. And like, but I'm glad you know that. Oh my God. By the way, you're Brazilian, right? No, I'm South American. My mom's Colombian Ecuadorian, but it's Latin American. You know, I love Brazil too. <laughs> no, I was gonna, I was gonna brag about my trip to Brazil in December, but since you're not Brazilian, it just feels racist now. No, I, it, I actually loved your stories. I like wanted to be there. That looked so much fun. It was, it was fun. One of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Um, the people are beautiful. Uh, the food was amazing. So meat heavy, and I love red meat. So. It was, it was just, I had a blast. And um, the plan is for me to go to Argentina sometime this year, but you said you're Ecuadorian and what? Colombian. Colombian. Okay, well, I'm not going to go to Colombia. I'm a little scared, but let's go to Ecuador. <laughs> um, I actually have been to Ecuador more than Colombia. I've never been to Colombia. My mom has been there a couple times mm -hmm. since she's left. But Ecuador, like Cuenca is popping. It's crazy how Cuenca was such a country farm of a place. And now since they put a university there a decade uh, ago, it's just like booming. Way to get people to come. <laughs> exactly. Somewhere, there are jobs, there are hot young people, people are show up. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love Ecuador and yeah, Colombia, I want to visit. But it's funny that you mentioned Argent Argentina just because one of my favorite, like, music artists right now are from Argentina and like I just feel like they're popping right now and I need to get my ass down there um there's Maria Bachera there's Thini um I feel like I'm blanking out on other Argentinians um musical. I also love that I asked you who like I would know <laughs> no, artists I know are like Rosalia she's not even South American and like Bad Bunny and Cardi B I don't know a lot yeah, no, um, it's funny that Rosalia, yeah, she's from Spain and she gets a lot of Latin culture from her fans. She, it's weird because she, to me, if I saw Rosalia on the street, I would think she was Puerto Rican or something. Honestly, when she, when I first saw her, I thought she was Puerto Rican because she starred with Bad Bunny and Bad Bunny's from Puerto Rico. So like, yeah, the, I totally get that confusion. Yes, but also she's like tan and she has like the dark, she has a dark hair, olive skin, and also she, like, her style is very Caribbean Spanish, you know? Yeah, very moto mami. <laughs> what do you call it? Moto mami, the moto, moto mami. mami. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, a mommy who's, like, really sexy, loves to go fast on a motorcycle, loves okay, to on them, and, yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I love it. So we're going to uh, start off with our worst week honorable mentions. This week for worst week honorable mention, I had to give it to the Harry Potter being rebooted on HBO Max. This deal has not been finalized yet. Apparently it's in the works. The series will be based on uh, who she will not be named books by creating extended plot lines within each season. If the deal is finalized, this will be the turf's first time since oh, we're not definitely saying <laughs> Let's remove the author from it. Yes. <laughs> Genuinely asking, do we need this? Because no. we, we've seen the movie, we have the books, and based on what I saw in the like, was it Variety or like Deadline announcement? It said that it would be 
um, a series based on the book, sort of like Game of Thrones, where it's like one series is, uh, or, or one season is a different book. And I'm just trying to understand who needs Harry Potter uh, played out like this? Just what's, who's, who's, who's this for? I really think it's who's ever working at HBO Max because they are working closely with her trying to make this work. Mm -hmm. which is like mind boggling to me. But of course, we're sweet for her for throwing more money to this awful human being. And I understand Harry Potter. Like I used to love Harry Potter. Yeah, we have the movies. We have like the books. We It's like we have Disney World. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I feel like part of the magic for me, like, um, if you know Harry Potter kind of came out when I was like 10 or 11 like I think I'm the same age as Harry to be honest like if we you know if we put him in the real world and I I just feel like for my generation at least the magic was in reading the books and using your imagination you know and then we got the movies and then we got the spin-off movies and the spin-off video games I genuinely don't understand what resetting and going back to the original books for a tv series is like who's that for it's for her herself because she's trying to get everyone to get the spark in harry potter you know like everyone has been kind of like distancing themselves from it because of the creator of it right but it also feels like a trying to rebrand like sort of like what you're saying trying to rebrand because she's gotten a lot of shitty press mm-hmm. recently and it's sort of like okay let me go back to the thing that made people fall in love with me but it's like you're so rich just that's the thing that confuses me a lot it's like her and Elon Musk it's like you guys are so fucking rich if you have stupid opinions and people don't agree with you you're too rich to give a shit why are you trying to be on Twitter to to convince us to agree with you they have lonely lives <laughs> fair enough who's your worst week honorable mention okay so i have two. Oh wait honorable mention yeah okay uh joe biden what Just- did you do what do you what do, do now <laughs> i didn't hear you i'm so sorry i said what do you do now <laughs> jill not joe jill oh yes when Jill invited, when Jill invited Iowa to, or she was overheard, ESPN reported that Jill was giving a speech in Colorado and she, after Angel Reese and LSU beat Iowa and Caitlin Clark, who is the best woman's player in college basketball and you know she had an amazing run during the NCAA tournament I won't take that away from her but she lost the final game um and Jill Biden suggested inviting Iowa who are the runner-up team of that um final four tournament um to the White House and it was so boneheaded in part because this suggestion came amid like a really bad backlash that Angel Reese was getting that felt racist and um, classist and all those isms and uh, it was like Jill shut the fuck up like why do we have to why do we have to jump in and then her press person um, 
gave a really sort of sterile explanation slash apology. And I just think that Jill made a mess she didn't have to make. No, you're absolutely right. And I 100% agree with you. And I'm really glad that Angel Reese declined. Did you know mm -hmm. that she actually was just like, thank you, but we're good. And I was just watching that interview of her explaining to um, TV, the audience, why she didn't want to go. And her answer is valid. I was just like, this is so inspiring for so many young women watching this right now. And I really hope they're taking notes because this girl is standing her ground. And yeah, mm -hmm. it was awful to see just the backlash of a regular basketball game that like literally that kind of stuff happens all the time and they just blew it out of proportion. And Absolutely. then the backstory, I was just like, this is too crazy. And then just sort of like on the surface level too, just kind of like, it's soft sexism, right? Like to think that Caitlin Clark can't handle trash talk, you know? It just felt like, um, a lot of commentators were like, it's so mean to trash talk uh, a, a girl after she lost the championship. And that's not true. Like, it's just not true. And I'm not saying that equality means behaving as poorly as men do, but trash talk is some fun shit that women like to do too, you know? Yeah, especially in basketball. And I loved how it didn't even phase Clayton Clark at all. At like, all. She just people fighting her. for her was like literally so lame. I'm like, she does not give a fuck a about fuck. this. That was what was also so interesting to me. Like, the thing is, to be honest, when I first saw, when I first saw Angel Reese, like, you know, doing the, you can't see me and pointing to the ring, I was like, oh, she wants war. Next season's going to be war. But then when Angel followed her a little bit, I was like, oh, that's a little corny. And Caitlyn ignored her. And if, in my opinion, that made Caitlyn look better. So like when the internet like freaked out, like Caitlyn couldn't handle it sort of just made angel a hero where she might not have been otherwise because now i gotta defend angel because you guys are getting all weird and racist and classics <laughs> about it when i thought that angel was cool for a second that she overdid it and caitlin ignored her and caitlin's still the best girl in the game so like it was it was just such a weird thing to watch unfold you know? yeah it was so weird to because i don't watch basketball so i'm not gonna put myself in a discourse that I have no idea like that I haven't even joined the season I don't know who's who you know what I mean and just by that one clip people went off and I was like I'm gonna dig before I even yeah they yeah. lost their minds yeah I like Keith Olbermann this is Keith Olbermann he's like a legendary ESPN anchor he's well known for his MSNBC political shit he's the one who like mentored uh, Rachel Maddow into MSNBC and he's calling this 19 year old black girl a fucking idiot like what are you people doing no no don't even get me started with david portnoy too from oh my god we, we don't have to talk about yeah. that. We'll <laughs> no we do vomit. not we have to vomit after we do before we move on to our runner-up i want to give one more worst week honorable mention and that is to mandy moore mandy moore is like my favorite artist since i was a teen loved her and <laughs> <to remember>. <laughs> sorry <laughs> 
No, no, it's not bad. I just have never heard anyone say that in my life. <laughs> First. <laughs> oh my God, no, no. I loved Mandy, right? Like she was great, but you know, in the Britney Christina Wars, yeah. I've never heard anyone say, no, actually it was Mandy for me. <laughs> I was definitely that girl who was like watching the Britney and Christina War and I was like, I really love Jessica and Mandy. Like I was... Oh, you were a Jessica fan too. Yeah, I really was. I think Jessica has the best voice out of the big four. If we're talking mm-hmm. about Mandy, Christina, and Brittany, and Jessica, I think Jessica has the best voice. Oh, yeah, I love Jessica Simpson. But Mandy Moore, she posted a cryptic story on Instagram Tuesday. Oh, the photo is a profile selfie while Did breast pumping. That's what's happening. <laughs> She's definitely going through something, but um, yeah, she is trying to get to the drama before it's going to be announced, I guess. It's definitely mm-hmm. a woman who she's talking about, but someone joked that it might be her child, which I thought was really funny. Oh, no. But let me yeah. just um, is she, is read what she wrote. Husband? I hope it's not her husband, because I know um, with the whole Ryan Adams thing, and she's just, I know she has a five-month-old baby in this profile picture she's breast pumping. This is what the story says. She wrote, at work, dealing with some upsetting personal betrayal stuff from a new person in my life and trying to parse through what to learn from it. Don't trust people. Don't be too generous. Want to let it go. But this was someone who was intimately involved in my life for a short period. Man, so oh, I don't, I don't let you down. A, I don't think that's a man. That doesn't sound like a romantic partner. No, it sounds very... In my yeah. life for a short period. It sounds like a babysitter or an assistant or something. Yeah, the selfishness and lack of respect and entitlement is wild. It's funny that you said it might be like a nanny or an assistant because the fact that she took a picture of herself breast pumping, I don't know. There's just some clues in this photo that I'm just like, it's definitely a woman. It's definitely someone who has taken care of her child, maybe. Yeah. But I really want to know what's going on. There's no backstory. She doesn't name names and Mandy Moore is really good in keeping her own stories. Yeah, that- she's not messy. So no, yeah. I think it's, it's probably real bad if she's getting this messy. I know. Prayers for my Mandy girl. I hope she's doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who is your worst week runner-up? Runner-up? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you know Tasha K? No, who's that? Tasha K is a YouTube blogger who got sued for defamation against Cardi B. Um, uh, Cardi B sued her for defamation and Cardi B actually tried to settle with her, but she was so arrogant and disrespectful. So they went to trial and the jury awarded Cardi B $3.8 million from this lady. This is like some shit she can't fucking afford. But the reason that she is my runner-up this week is because she was trying to appeal to stave off having to pay Cardi or hoping that, you know, since she's middle class and she doesn't have the money that, like, you know, she wouldn't have to go through with owing Cardi B of all people, like, they're one of the richest people in America, uh, $3.8 million. But she lost her appeal this week, and so... Dang, so she's going to have to fork that money. I heard that she was trying to leave the country. I don't know if that's true. Oh, yeah. So she was trying to go to Senegal because her husband is African. She was trying to go to Senegal. She sold off property. 
all this kind of stuff. But what it's it's really interesting to me because it's just like it it was good for me. Not I don't I'm not happy that happened to her, but it was good for me to see what your ego can do to you. Because all that girl, all Tasha K had to do was delete the videos when Cardi asked, and she didn't. And she went to trial, and it was so fucking stupid. And now she's. 3.8 million in the hole. And that is an insanity to me. That is a hard, hard lesson to learn. <laughs> That's crazy. Dang, that, yeah, I can't believe it. Cardi, I bet Cardi, she has a heart. I bet she feels bad for this chick. You know, the fact that she actually tried to settle with her and she turned it away, it's just like. Yeah, I think, I actually think. Cardi doesn't feel bad anymore, but Cardi, I think, was really, like, Cardi was, if you watch, you know, if you've seen updates, this case is four years old, like, it's been going on for, like, five years, and um, Cardi really tried to do everything to avoid a trial, she just wanted her to take these slanderous videos down, and because they were giving Tasha K millions of views on YouTube, that was making her a lot of money. She didn't want to do it. And then, you know, this was Cardi's last resort. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't feel bad for her now that I know, like, the whole full no. story. <laughs> I initially felt bad. I still kind of feel bad for her. Like, $3.8 million is, uh, uh, I mean, look, student loans got your girl out here, like, 15000 in debt. $3.8 million? I can't. And lawyer fees on top of that. She had to pay three lawyers. No, I don't know what I would I would jump out a window. What, like, what <laughs> yeah. I wonder if she has an OnlyFans account. Exactly, right? <laughs> but Tasha K isn't even like sexy like that. So she wouldn't make money during OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I feel bad for that girl. Well, no. See, this is why. <laughs> For my runner-up of Worst Week, I am giving it to the producer-creator Mike Fleiss of The Bachelor franchise. He is leaving after 27 years being part of this franchise. This is happening after an investigation into allegations of racial discrimination was conducted by Warner Brothers TV. <laughs> I haven't heard this story, but I'm so amused. It took y'all 27 years to figure that shit out. Girl, he should have left in 2019 when he was accused for hitting his pregnant back then wife. I, I don't think they're. What? Yeah, he was. She filed a restraining order and everything on him, which I was like still surprised that he was still continuing the whole bachelor. But a number of employees had complained to HR about Fleiss, which led the investigation. Sources say producers complained about his bullying behavior, as well as revisiting the increased diversity into two decades. He would say minorities don't get ratings, which is like, ugh. But to say all Wait, of this... Can I, can I interject here? Yes, please do. Uh minorities do get ratings minorities don't get the ratings that the bachelor producers want can i be clear on that like the kind of uh, the kind of show that the bachelor is is not attractive to people of color can i say that no it's true <laughs> it's very true so it's like it's like 
the way he's saying it matter-of-factly sounds racist, but if he had articulated himself a little better, he might have been able to get away with that statement. Mm, yeah, I mean, in that, it's culture, right? Because when you think about it in 2001, 2002, when The Bachelor came out, like, that's a pretty toxic decade, the 2000s, you know? oh, yeah, like, especially and, in TV. And right, like, so, so then you had the bachelor, right? And then do you remember, like, in, like, practically immediately after there was Flavor of Love on VH1? That's what my black ass is watching. <laughs> yes. You know, like, I think, like, I don't even remember who the first bachelor was. I remember Trista and Ryan. Mm-hmm. She was the first bachelorette. bachelorette She's more memorable. Right? Yeah. You said she was horrible? More memorable. More memorable. Okay. Yeah. So I know Tristan Ryan, and I'm very impressed that they're still together. I love that for them. Um, and I didn't come back to The Bachelor except for what was that Juan Pablo? Is that his name? Oh my God. Yes. That was like the most <laughs> disastrous one, too. Yeah, he got such bad press and I was like, oh my God, I need to watch this season. So I watched that and I remember he dumped a girl on the beach after fucking her. Like he dumped a girl after fucking a, be- a girl in the beach in the water. <laughs> yeah. That what happened. And then and then what was the, the first black blasher, black bachelor? Her name's Tasha, right? Something like that. No, no Rachel Tasha. Lindsay. Yeah. Then it was Matt James. And I think it was, oh yeah, Tasha. I tried to watch Matt's season. It was horrendous. It, it was. And Tasha's, I just felt horrible because it was during the pandemic. So they had to do it like this weird Palm Springs hotel kind of a bachelorette vibe. And also she wasn't even the main bitch because the girl from the Juan Pablo season, right? Didn't the woman yes. from Juan Pablo season got fucked on the beach? She was the bachelorette, right? And then she left with a boy. Yeah, right away. Right, away. right. Yeah. So then she didn't even get her own season. She was a backup. That's terrible. <laughs> I know. I they really need to. So I know Rachel Lindsay has said this before, where like The Bachelor doesn't really need to change anything about like it's how it's presented. It's the audience that needs to change. From what yeah, I was that's thinking. what I would that's what I would argue and it kind of goes back to what I'm saying like I'm sure this his name is Michael Michael Fleiss I'm sure this Michael Fleiss person is fucked up in a lot of ways it sounds like it yeah uh, but I don't think he's wrong in assessing that the way he phrased it is very racist sounding so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give him a pass on that but I don't think he's wrong in assessing that their particular audience does not care for a black 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 bachelor or bachelorette yeah and he's still going to get credited whether i mean he's out but he's still going to be credited like his name will still be in the yeah, he'll get EP credit for the rest of his life that means yeah. going to be rich there's not a problem for him no who is your worst week winner so um I've been thinking about this do I uh do I have to do a not Trump example or 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 or, or am I allowed to mention Trump no you're allowed to because I have him as my winner I just wrote hooray I'll let you do that well Uh, I just wrote hooray this man is finally gone like I just feel like it's been 
I mean, we've been waiting, obviously, a long time for this to yeah. happen. But like the anticipation where they were telling us last Tuesday that it was supposed to him happened of him being arrested and now him being arrested this week. I just couldn't believe his message to Parler, I think, is what he used instead of Twitter. Yeah. Um, Just like, wow. I can't believe I'm getting arrested. Just like, I can't believe you're writing this. Like, how old are you? Right. You sound like a teenager. He's a dweeb. Um, it's so weird for someone to be like an almost 80-year-old dweeb. But since we are going to talk about Trump in a second, uh, I will say that my worst week ever is um Latasha Scott from Escape. Yes. Oh my God. Can you please explain this? Because I just read about this this morning. Okay. So um Candy Burris, who is on the Royal Housewives of Atlanta, is famous initially because she was in a girl group called Escape. It was four women. Candy was one of two lead singers and she's been in a weirdo rivalry with the other lead singer, Latasha Scott, since, I don't know, 98. <laughs> it's really crazy. There's a lot of crazy background story that I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do justice right now. But Candy um, and Escape and them have a show on Bravo right now called The Queens of R&B, SWV and Escape, Queens of R&B. It came about because, um, do, you know, do you remember the versus battles that were very big during uh, the pandemic? Yes. So <clears throat> Escape, a girl group from the 90s, and SWV, another girl group from the 90s, did a battle, and it was actually very fucking good, and shot both of, both of them back into the like R&B, you know, Black, Millennial, maybe Gen X, um, Zeitgeist. And so they got a show on Bravo, which is them trying to come together to do, to co-headline a tour. And initially the drama was expected to be between both groups, kind of figuring out who headlines, who opens the show. It's like, you know, ego-driven girl shit. Yeah. But it turns out that the drama was all within escape. Yeah. Because Latasha, Candy's rival, has a little sister that was also in the group, Tamika. And in the first fucking episode, Tamika accuses Latasha of stealing $30,000 in royalty checks from her. Yeah, and the backstory of that is really just disheartening to hear how much money they were just stealing from her. They were just stealing from her. She didn't you know, she didn't send, she didn't prosecute or try to get them to go to jail because there's a, in my opinion, a narcissistic mother who mm -hmm. sort of positioned or triangulated them. Is that the word? Position them against one another. And it has been crazy. But not only did Tabika, this is why I was going to give Latasha the worst week ever. Um, Latasha was doing all these arrogant ass interviews. She was like, my sister's just trying to do a storyline, like, you know, just arrogant, kind of somebody who has gotten their way their whole life. And she was like, if you got receipts, drop them. And I don't think she thought her sister was going to drop the receipts. Thanks. And Tamika did an 18 minute video on YouTube 
showing forged signatures, deposited checks, like all kinds of crazy shit. And then Latasha got on the internet sobbing. I'm talking snot bubbles on video. Like it was really, really crazy. And then I was like, I, I didn't believe the apology. I kind of was like, oh, she's trying to salvage her gospel album. Can you believe it? This woman gets accused of stealing $30,000 from my sister. She's trying to launch a gospel album from that reality show. What a joke. But that's not the worst of it. Because after all of that, we saw the episode on Sunday and she's accused of stealing from the group with her husband again in a different scenario. It's just like, you, are you joking me? And like Latasha and Candy already had some like problems they had a lot of before. before yeah. yeah. So like for this, for them to finally get together and Latasha's just like ruining this for them, like. It's crazy. She's ruining this for them. She has such a shitty attitude. Like, it's so crazy. I've never seen someone self-sabotage so obviously and delusionally. She has no idea she's ruining her own life. It's so weird to watch. And so, like, part of me wants to feel bad for her. But then it's just like, bitch, get it together, you know? I mean, it makes sense of why there was so much drama with her all the time when it came to the girls getting Mm -hmm. together. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we've seen Candy with them. They had like a reality show. Let's let's talk about Candy for a second. Candy is the queen of a spinoff. You hear me? Oh, the new Vanderpump Rules that nobody watches, but everybody should be watching the Candy restaurant show. Yeah, they canceled it, though, unfortunately. Uh, makes me so mad. That makes me upset, too, because I enjoyed Candy and the gang. I enjoyed it. But Candy has made Bravo so much money. So when people on Twitter are like, fire Candy, she's boring, no. will never happen. No, that won't ever happen. I'm sorry. And who hates candy? Even if candy's boring, boring, literally everyone around her is not, and she knows how to make good TV with it. Truly, ever since we're we're about to see this Sunday will be episode five, right? So for four weeks on all the like black Instagram blogs, the shade room, the neighborhood talk, the Jasmine brand or whatever, escape has been the top story on all of them. Bravo's never gonna get rid of candy. No. Uh, I hope there's more spinoffs because she really is like a genius when it comes to like ideas for the channel. And and I love that she's fearless, right? Like I'm somebody who if I have ideas, I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to pitch this. It might not go well. They might not like this. Candy will pitch a fucking show and Bravo will fucking pick it up. Yeah. So true. So we are now at the category of best week, where we tell you who's having the best week ever in pop culture. Best week honorable mention, I have to give it to Andrew Garfield and Florence Pugh. They were seen filming a rom-com in London. And I know we saw their chemistry a little bit in the Oscars when they were presenting an award. But the fact that we got these absolutely candid, gushable pictures, guys, I am not, I just saw John Wick 4. I love the movie, but the (laughs) 
whole entire presentation, like when they were showing like what's coming, like what's coming this summer, not one rom-com was showed at Ooh. all. And I was like, so when I saw these pictures and I was like, this better be a rom-com. I hope this isn't them like, you know, ha having a date, you know, PR. But mm -hmm. yes, I it's called Live in the Time. And yeah, mm -hmm. I cannot wait for a rom-com because it's what we need right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not a fan of rom-coms because they just make me jealous, right? Like, <laughs> I just watch them. And I'm like, how come nobody's like stumbling over his tongue like Hugh Grant, stumbling over his words to be with me, you know? But it's right. Oh, I no. I am a total 90s, 2000s rom-com bitch that I <laughs> literally thought in my 20s, you know, like I was like, why isn't why isn't it happening to me yet <laughs> you know what I mean I know, right <laughs> I'm just kind of like why is not why is Matthew McConaughey not ruining his relationship to be with me <laughs> yeah I mean I saw a Sarah Michelle Geller movie not too long ago simply irresistible I don't know oh if my God, yes! <laughs> just like this is so weird and I can't believe I saw this as a tween thinking that my life is going to be like that when I live in New right. York City <laughs> do you know though she's still married to Freddie Prinze Jr yes and I am hearing rumors that they might be in a film together I mean we haven't oh, seen shit, them together since, yeah we haven't seen them together since Scooby-Doo right yeah yeah is that where they met they no, they used to work together because they were in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, yes, I remember that. Together. And I think they fell in love during that that set of Scooby-Doo. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got but it. I know, I love them too so much. Who yeah, is your best week honorable mention? Okay, my best week honorable mention, it's low-key ironic, but Tom Schwartz. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Only because uh, he was on Watch What Happens Live yesterday. Mm -hmm. And he fucking told the truth. Everyone is dragging him. They're like, oh my God, he admitted this thing, that thing, this thing, that thing. But it's like the most attention Tom Schwartz has ever fucking gotten in his life. And he's absolutely right in his assessments about Tom and Raquel, they're not going to be together for long. Tom is just in like in, instantly addicted to her. Maybe not because he has ADHD. It's probably something different than that. But um, he told the truth. He's getting dragged for it. And he should get dragged for other things, like how he treated his ex-wife. But I think he had a, not a good showing. He embarrassed himself on Watch What Happens Live. But he had an honest showing. He told the truth. And I think we should celebrate the information we got. So I'm only saying it's his best week ever because it's the most attention he's ever gotten. And as far as I'm concerned, he told the truth. And I'm, I'm appreciative of that. He's always going to tell the truth. And I love how Katie, after seeing the whole Watch What Happens Live episode, she said two words, get a media consultant. Yes. <laughs> he looked, I mean, he looked and sounded to me, uh, allegedly, allegedly, this is my opinion, not Vanessa's, but um, <laughs> he looked like he was on drugs to me, just rambling. It, it seems like, oh, okay, I had a couple of drinks or maybe I smoked pot or 
you know, had a bump or whatever, just to quell the anxiety. And then he just couldn't shut the fuck up. No, he definitely had diarrhea mouth where he was trying so hard to make himself look good when really- But also weirdly make Tom Sandoval look good. Uh, I know the fact that he was asking everybody to give him a hug. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm because Tom Schwartz is going to be in Winter House. It's been settled. I saw some videos of him. Sandoval was supposed to be on Winter House, but the story broke and his whole world shattered. Can I just say that I don't think I could be wrong, but I don't think Sandoval was ever going to leave Ariana. No. I mean, when you see the history of him and Kristen, he doesn't know how to break a relationship up. So he just like self-destructs it. Mm -hmm. And you're so right about him being addicted to her because he is addicted to the drama, like the adrenaline of just like knowing that he is being talked about. Like he's just so narcissistic that any news is good news for him. Oh, I disagree with you. I think I think it bums him out so much that America hates him. I think it's driving him up a wall. I think he's so miserable right now. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to drive for Kel nuts. <laughs> um, I think he's only, I truly think that even the fact that him and Raquel are still fucking and you know, the, you know, it's so public and ostentatious too. I think it's performative, right? Like he, if you watch Sandoval, I have a friend who is, she heard about Scandoval and she was like, do I have to watch the show? I'm like, bitch, I've been telling you to watch the show for 10 years. And she finally dived in. She got through five seasons in two weeks. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm proud of her. <laughs> I'm very proud of her too. I was like, bitch, are you trying to catch up by the reunion? And she says, I'll do my best. But she pointed out, and I had already mentioned that, but she saw what I was talking about. She's like, Tom Sandoval's whole thing is the good guy. I'm the good guy. I'm self-righteous. I'm the good guy. You guys are morally fucked up and I'm good. You have Jax, who's a monster, but I'm Sandoval and I'm not a monster. Right. right? So I think it is destroying Sandoval that America thinks he's a scumbag and on par with Jax. The fact that Jax trash ass can go do interviews (laughs) shitting on Sandoval, I'm sure that makes Sandoval want to jump out a window um and then even you know uh Schwartz said it uh yesterday that like um that Sandoval hates that America thinks he's like a scumbag or whatever um well deserves Sandoval but again I I honestly think that Sandoval was never gonna leave personally just because like I, I mean, obviously you have to maintain a long enough relationship to feel strong enough that you're going to leave your 10-year partner for that person. But seven months is a long-ass affair to not leave. Yeah. I always wonder, like, what he was telling Raquel. Her when- stupid ass. She's so fucking <laughs> stupid. You're going to fuck me for seven months and I can't tell nobody? Suck my dick. Are you joking? Yeah. No, I, but I don't think she cared. I don't think she, I truly don't think that they want to be with each other, but they're cornered right now with public opinion and, you know, the loss, the potential loss of their jobs on this reality show. Cause if nobody wants to film with you, how do we justify your existence on the show? Like, I truly don't think anyone besides 
Lisa and Schwartz would shoot or film with Sandoval or Raquel. So I think they have to present a united front. I think that uh, Sandoval is probably having a midlife crisis and didn't expect his life to fall apart like this. You know, like I think, whatever, I'm rambling so much, but I think um, Sandoval is just like, a chubby former model who wanted to be famous for music and acting and it never happened. And his girlfriend wasn't impressed with him anymore. And I think he had a midlife crisis the way men in LA do, um, but he just, my thing is like, why did you have to fuck your girlfriend's friends? Like there are plenty of men who have midlife, midlife crises and fuck young models that they shouldn't all the time. But why did it have to be someone in your friend group? Yeah, super close encounters, like, yeah. But I wonder if that was the thrill for him, right? Like that he was doing this thing that would piss Ariana off while she had no clue and he delighted in that. Because again, I could be wrong. I just don't think he ever wanted to leave Ariana. I think he wanted her attention. It'll be very interesting to see because the new season, not this season that's airing right now, but the new season, because guys, they're not going to get rid of Raquel and um, and Sandoval. They're not going to fire them over this. If anything, this is more oh, salacious no. for them. They're going to gonna get on. like, they're going to get at least one more season just for people to see where the story goes. But I don't think, I personally, I could be wrong. I don't think that Raquel and um, Sandoval are going to be together for much longer. I think, I think you got like nine months. Yeah them and they'll stick together like I said out of spite right like us against the world everyone's trashing us and Sandoval who thinks he's a good guy has to justify it oh I wasn't terrible to Ariana I fell in love and I would have said something but it wasn't the right time he's delusional and he has to keep up the delusion and breaking up with Raquel right away wouldn't serve that yeah, I mean, he did the same thing with Kristen Dowdy. And the reason why we kind of like overpass that is because Kristen Dowdy was like crazy. A terrorist. <laughs> Just, she was yeah. a terrorist too. <laughs> exactly. So it kind of like. If you like... suck Jax's dick, I can dump you however I want. <laughs> oh my God, Jax's Botox face, man. I still can't get over he it. That's insane. Did you see him and. Um, Britney, who I've never liked. I have always hated Jax, but I, I hate that the audience likes Britney. I don't get it. But anyway, they both looked insane on Watch What Happens Live. Like, oh, they looked way too happy to be there. Way too happy. <laughs> way too happy to be there. And Jax's Botox made him look like D'Artagnan or like one of the three <laughs> musketeers, you know? Yes. Oh, I was going to say um, the sexiest man alive, you know, like photo <laughs> like definitely gave me that vibe yeah it was so weird it was so uh, I was so uncomfortable that Botox on Jackson's face was crazy I'm sure he's after seeing himself he's probably gonna take it down a notch I doubt it <laughs> for my best week runner-up I have to give it to Kelsey Ballerina I can't believe I'm bringing this girl up twice this year because I do not listen to country music she hosted the CMT Awards, and I have to give her her flowers because she opened the awards mentioning the Nashville, Tennessee incident, mm -hmm. which is like a huge deal for country music fans to see this yep. being talked about. Mm -hmm. Also, when she performed her music, she had drag queens go up in the stage, mm -hmm. which is another political um, 
drama feud that's going on between Republicans, Democrats, the world, the nation. Um, But yeah, this was like a really huge, big deal for Kelsey Ballerini, because I don't know if you saw the discourse that she got in Twitter. She got a lot of backlash. They were dragging the fuck out of her, even on page six. Yes, they were really dragging her. And you know what? I got to stick up for this girl and I will probably have to put my phone on silent and play her music (laughs) on Spotify to give her some streams. Yes, exactly. I do that too. Like when I feel like an artist needs support, but I don't want to listen to the music, I just play on my MacBook and then, you know, just use my phone on title. Yeah, guys, keep it do it. Keep doing that. That's I've been doing that for years too. <laughs> but yeah, best week runner up. Who is your best week runner up? Um, Megan the Stallion. Yeah, she looks great. By the way, she I looks love her hair. Fucking amazing! I can't even see her. Um, I love how unbothered she is. Please tell me why she's your best week runner up. Okay, so. Uh, you mentioned Unbothered, and I love that because, you know, Nicki Minaj has been trying to bait her into a beef for a long time. Um, and she could have been my best week runner-up last week, the week before, the week before. But the reason it is this week is because uh, she sort of returned for real. Um, she uh, went back to Houston, Texas, which is where she lives, for the um, where she's born and raised. She lives in LA, but she was there for the NCAA. They have it, they call it the AT&T Block Party. And she performed and put on an amazing show. And it was like her first major show with a wide audience since the whole shooting incident and the trial and everything. And I'm just really excited for her because in America, I don't know why, but women who are victims, in particular Black women, get treated like shit for being shot or whatever. And so she had such bad press. But then, I don't know, she came back. She had this amazing show. She threw the first pitch for the opening game for the Houston Astros, like in her hometown. And she looked fucking amazing. And I just... I'm so happy for her and so proud of her. You know, if someone shot me and then the whole world shat on me about it for two years, I don't know that I'd ever come back. But the fact that she has and that she's like embracing life and the publicity full throttle. I mean, she don't talk to us no more, right? She's not on Twitter anymore. Yeah. She posts on Instagram. So I know Well, she don't talk. She's never going to talk to us again. She's going to go full Beyonce, but... I'm just very glad that she's back and that, you know, she looks great and she's healing and I'm very thrilled to support her. I've always supported her. I've always really liked her, but I'm really thrilled to support her sort of triumph over the bullshit that she's experienced. And I just think this week was so good for her. She looks so fucking good throwing out that pitch at the Astros game. Her ass was so fat in those white jeans. Oh my God. She looks healthy, happy, like love and light is surrounding her. You know what I mean? I, it was, I was so this whole entire week, you're so right. Just seeing pictures of her. Like, I'm just so happy that she's happy and you're totally right. We're never going to get that discourse from her. Cause what we don't really deserve it. Like not you and I, but like 
the, we the so way that you treat it. We were so bad for so long. Yeah. We were so bad to Not me. Not, yeah, not us. <laughs> the, general, the general we. We were really bad to that girl, you know? Like a, per, like a, a rapper who was like unimportant for so long he shoots Megan the Stallion and suddenly people were treating him like he was a musical genius like he was Kanye or something truly like for who for him that guy yeah. like no yeah you're so right um so I'm excited for her triumph and I'm happy to see her thriving me too I do love I'm looking at her picture right now at the Astros because I love the pitch <laughs> it's so cute her video <laughs> She's so cute. I love her. I'm I'm sad that she won't talk to us ever again, but you know, I'm happy for whatever makes her happy. For best week winner, my choice is Barbie's trailer this week and just the <laughs> Barbie filter alone. I love seeing so many memes get so many pictures of like they did the Jersey Shore guys I can't believe it, but I've binge watched Jersey Shore. I'm up to the family vacation right now. Wait, so you didn't watch Jersey Shore in real time? I've watched Jersey Shore in real time the first season, and then that was it. Because oh, wow. The best seasons were like two and three. I know. And I remember, well, I'm from Jersey, and I've been going down oh, the shore. For like, so, break. like, I, I kind of put that show in the side, you know, because I was just like, they're kind of making fun of my my state but after watching it it's been like what 12 15 years or something yeah, ridiculous yeah. like that Sure came out when i was in college right and I was like oh eight oh nine maybe i don't yeah, know oh, no maybe like oh six oh seven crazy but yeah i just remember putting it in the back burner because i was like they're making fun of the place where i love and like seeing it i've never been so hungry <laughs> just craving for their food and yeah mike uh this situation he looks like he cooks a good fucking meal dude yes the boys always cooked the women never cooked which is surprising <laughs> to me for such a like traditional kind of sexist uh culture yeah the no it really is the misogyny it the internal misogyny is real within those women oh especially with jenny even though she was my favorite yeah no i got to the episode where roger grabbed her by the throat and i was like oh this is over and then come to find out they have kids married yes but they they're divorced now are they yeah they divorced dang so now i'm so oh wait did i spoil it for you it's okay because i Girl, it's been out for how long? I it doesn't bother yeah. me if, if I've been spoiled. I, think, or not. I would say that she and Roger divorced maybe like four or three years ago. Dang, that's gonna be interesting to watch. It's but... on the it's on the family vacation. It's on there. So you'll see that you'll see that happen. And that she's like a young boyfriend that everybody's nervous is using her, you know. Uh, I so I've been watching because you know the whole news of Sammy coming back. I was like, okay, I gotta rewatch. Oh so yeah, catch up. You, she's actually coming back, or is that just like? Uh, no, they're filming up. together. The ladies took a picture, like Dina, um, Jay Wow, and Sam. They all took a picture together, fil filming. They're filming as we speak right now. But do you think that Sammy's just making a cameo? You think she's back? I know that Ronnie's not back because he needed a break, right? So, because if I were Sammy, you could never get me and Ronnie back in a room together. No. Ever. 
I mean, I'm watching Ronnie right now in Miami and I got a little sneak peek of the Vegas right now of the family <laughs> short <laughs> vacation. And I was just like, so it wasn't Sammy. You know what I mean? No. It was never it was Sammy. It was never Sammy. Yes. Did you think it was Sammy before? No, I, I but I really met. hated the fact that everybody made it feel like it was Sammy's fault. Well, that's misogyny, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then also like Sammy, unfortunately, which a lot of women do internalize misogyny as you were just talking about. Sammy never freaked out on Ronnie the way she should have. Mm -hmm. She freaked out on the women who were friends with Ronnie, so Snooki and Jenny, and overreacted on them for protecting Ronnie. And they shouldn't have been, but they were young women too. Um, and she, you know, she, do you remember the whole note thing? Yeah, who wrote the note? Used to? Yeah, <laughs> she was mad. She was more mad that a note was written. Yeah. That, the fact that they could have things to write about in the note, you know? Oh, I had my hands over my mouth just going like, Sammy, no, <laughs> you know, just like, <laughs> right. no, Sammy, you're wrong projection. Like, that yes. is not where you should be putting your anger. And then, and then even too, just kind of like, it blows my mind because reality TV is so different now. It's so hyper-produced and I'm sure people are a lot more careful than they would have been. But that was a very clear, obvious case of, if not emotion, if not physical abuse, emotional abuse. That man broke her glasses. Oh, um, broke her shit! Like every destroyed everything that she owned. I yes. was that was crazy. And production didn't really interfere. And I, in retrospect, kind of like shocked that it went down like that. No, I wouldn't even know what I if I was the cameraman filming all of that while he was just breaking shit. I'd be like, should we get someone like yeah, that's crazy? Exactly. Yeah. Production should have done something, and I'm sure that they have bodyguards. At least after Snooki got punched in the face, I'm sure they started bringing bodyguards around. Yeah. So, so I just don't understand why no one stopped Ronnie from destroying Sammy's stuff like that. Yeah. And then like Vinny of getting anxiety, I didn't understand. And then I was like, oh, wait, I remember the mob just always following them at the boardwalk because I, I remember <laughs> seeing them being filmed at Aztec and whatnot. And I was there was always just a mob of group of people like waiting outside their house, the shore yeah. house. So like I and they're just regular schmegular people. Right. You remember <laughs> that like for for like three years, they were almost I don't want to say the most famous people on the planet but they were like the most talked about people in America for like three or four years in well I remember where when I was living in Southeast Asia I'd be like yeah I'm from New Jersey they're like oh yeah Jersey Shore like right literally from different countries they knew Jersey Shore right isn't it nuts it's very nuts it makes me wonder if like people are actually visiting like Jersey Shore because I'm sure that there was a lot of like tourism to Jersey, maybe following the first couple of years. Yeah, definitely after Hurricane Sandy, too. I remember there was like, oh, shit. yes, Chris Christie was governor, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was just so interesting to me because, you know, it, uh, I remember there were like all these Italian American groups like they make us look bad. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I thought that was so funny just because like people can't make you look bad no like, yeah 
if they're a certain kind of Italian, they're certainly not the kind of Italian I am, for example. I'm not Italian, but I mean, <laughs> kind of like, just like, it seems so dumb to be like Staten Island, an association of Italian people trying to get Jersey Shore off the air. Like, who cares, you know? Oh, I remember that huge war, like, because yeah. Northern New Jersey is just so, like, Italian. So, yeah, they were just, there was either you love them or hate them. There was never an in-between. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, my Best Week winner Barbie trailer, they had the Jersey Shore Barbie <laughs> memes <laughs> for, like, this person is a DJ or, like, this is, this Barbie is the sweetest bitch you'll ever meet. And it had Sammy. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just love the whole, I'm actually super excited for Barbie. I know people were making fun of it last summer when their photos came out, but, like, I've been pro Greta Gerwig with this film, so I'm, like, excited. I'm still a little nervous. Are you? (laughs) Because one, the promo, I know you just talked about how much you love the trailer. So I'm not trying to be a hater, but the promo freaks me out so much. Like something about real humans trying to pose plastic stresses me the fuck (laughs) out. Like every time they leak photos from the set or, you know, they show uh, Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie, I'm like, this is terrifying. It's terrifying. Did the feet scene scare you? Because I that shocks me when she takes off the shoes and her feet are still in her. Yes, but she's still on point. <laughs> she's still on point, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, so then because we don't get the plot, although I'm assessing from the trailer that uh, it's probably Barbie goes into the real world with Ken, right? Yeah. That's what it sounded like from when they were like in the car, yeah. but um. Personally, I don't want to say that I think Barbie's anti-feminist as a concept. I think a doll is a doll and, you know, might have set up irrational, like, beauty standards and stuff. But, I mean, that would have happened, Barbie or not, for women. I guess I'm expecting, because it's Greta Gerwig, that this movie is going to be subversive and feminist in some way, but none of the promo has demonstrated how so i'm kind of just like so are we just like celebrating this weirdo movie that makes everyone look crazy yeah no because the trailer just shows the barbie world of it all it doesn't feel like america who is the human of the movie right like i don't even know the plot or anything we just know from like the trailer and the pictures so i can definitely be like i feel like even just the way that they're doing the promo, right? Like Issa Rae looks beautiful and plastic. And like, was it her name? Hari Neff, um, America Ferrer. Like they all look really beautiful in their plastic, although it creeps me out because it's plastic, but like they all look good. So I guess I don't get, I guess I just don't get what the point of the movie is other than to celebrate Barbie because it doesn't look like from the promo that they're challenging anything yeah no I really need to know the story of this entire movie (laughs) and then part of me feels like oh they're releasing the trailer they just haven't finished editing the rest of the movie which is why they haven't put you know stuff that will because the movie comes out in July right so and we're in April so like 
we have plenty of time for them to give us a second trailer with more information. I'm wondering if they're just in post-production right now, just sort of editing footage. I just wish we could have seen something that gives me a hint about where the story is going. Who is your best week winner? This is another ironic one. Trump. <laughs> Because he didn't get handcuffed? Yes, he didn't get handcuffed for a <laughs> no mugshot. Mug I know. We've been frothing in the mouth for that mugshot. I, I mean, at least I have been. I was Absolutely. ready for that. Me too. Me too. Well, it's only because, like, I mean, it's more like best week ever for me because of Trump, if that makes sense. <laughs> but, you know, it feels very like Al Capone tax evasion when he, like, murdered half of Chicago, you know? But, like, um, like Donald Trump is almost 80 and he has been terrorizing New Yorkers. And then, you know, since 2016 or 2015, 2014, actually, actually like 2012 when he demanded Obama's birth certificate. But for the last like decade, he's been getting away with being like a public menace. And they even empowered him to be president of the United States and be a menace to all of us and not just New Yorkers. It is very thrilling for me that he um, is, is getting comeuppance and it's, it's nothing, right? And this is why he's getting the best week ever. Like if you've committed a lifetime of crimes and all they get you on is campaign finance law when you're 77 and too old to go to jail, You've dodged the biggest bullet. You probably haven't a time. Now, he, if you saw the pictures of him walking out the court stuff, he's miserable. That motherfucker is sad. But if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, like he's he's having a decent week. For someone who got 34 charges from New York City district attorney, you're doing good that you didn't get a perp walk or a mugshot. And you where you were allowed to go back to Mar-a-Lago. Yes. Isn't that like, crazy? Dude, you mentioned him walking in and he looked miserable. It looked like he had four layers of spray tan because I guess he thought he was <laughs> yes. going to stay in there for a while. Yes. <laughs> but they're like, not. They, they take me in. We got four <laughs> weeks of. <laughs> four weeks <laughs> of bronzer. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, they're not going to continue. The next trial date is in December, the end of this year. So who knows what's going to happen between now and then? Um, I think that I think that his children are going to melt down. Maybe not children. I think Donald Trump Jr. is going to melt down in the times uh, between then. Yeah. And I think because Donald Trump is slippery and has always been slippery, he'll find a way to not have to deal with that. Maybe it's even dying. Maybe he'll die so he doesn't have to go to jail. But I think he's, you know, I think he's, I am reluctant to believe that he'll face consequences that are substantive and will matter ultimately. I do think it is important and historic that a former president is finally charged with crimes. I'm sure every president we've ever had has committed crimes that they should be charged for, but Trump was so egregious and blatant in our face. 
And that, again, goes to why I think he's having the best week ever. Like, he should be going down for way more fucked up shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's going, he's going to be fine, sadly. Yes, unfortunately. All I can hope for is that, and I think, uh, fortunately for us, sort of like Tom Sandoval or whatever, a real punishment won't really matter to them. It's the social... Um, yeah the social scene of it all of like yeah. just being rejected the being pariahs is yeah. something that really will bother them that's so true so we are now at the end of the show where I ask my guests what their favorite song is from the early 2000s to 2010 last time you were on you said Song Cry by Jay-Z do you happen to know what your favorite song is okay well, so should I go pop or should I go rap? Ooh, I want rap because okay. we always get pop here. <laughs> okay. Um, I will go Lil Wayne, I Feel Like Dying. It didn't come out like on a, a, on a, I think, official single, but it was on a Think a Mistake. And, um, it's just Lil Wayne at the height of his drug addiction. Um, and the lyrics of the hook are very um, intense. It's a really cool sample, so it doesn't sound as bad as I'm about to make it sound. It's like, only once the drugs are done, I feel like dying. I feel like dying. And I just love when um, rappers in particular, especially Black men, are honest about, you know, suicidal feelings or um, emotions because everything that they're socialized to be contradicts that. I love that. And do you remember where you were when you first heard this song? Yes, I was fucking a boy. I shouldn't have been fucking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been there. That's why Dumb and Dumber has has been ruined for me. I, yes. I don't know why, but like I was, I put that movie on and now I think of that every time I'm like, why? <laughs> hey, oh my God. I don't know if you care for suggestions, but you certainly should have a segment where it's like what piece of pop culture has been ruined by sex with a person you shouldn't have fucked dumb and dumber there it is for me (laughs) and honestly i love that movie so much but there hasn't been a time where i've watched that movie and not thought about that moment absolutely absolutely (laughs) mine is zoolander There was a boy freshman year, and now I can't watch Zoolander anymore. Oh, that's so funny. Ray, thank you so much for joining my show. Can you please let my listeners know where they can find you? Uh, Yeah, you can find me um, on Twitter at RaySani. Although, whenever I get stoned, I deactivate because my brain is like, you're the lamest bitch alive. You've been on Twitter for 15 years. Delete. And then I do. And then I come back to tweet about Summer House. Um, (laughs) And um, you can find me on Instagram, RaySani87. I'm getting back into stand-up, so please be on the lookout for dates. And... In, I don't know, five years, however long animation takes, I'm a writer on Everybody Still Hates Chris. 
the reboot and um please watch a black lady sketch show i like residuals they are very important i actually have i play that on at nighttime so i'm glad that i'm giving you residuals because i do put that on whenever i'm like i need something on just to and yeah i love that show so much i'm so glad that i'm giving you money Thanks so much, Ray. I can't wait to have you on back on again. And this was yeah. fun. I'm sorry if I like talked too much, but I'm I was having fun. No, I love you talking. It's why I love you. I listen to you talk all the time. And I can't wait to see your commie stand updates because I am hoping to be in New York City this summer. But if you're in the Bay Area, I would love to see you here too. I haven't done stand up in the Bay since 20. 20- 19 maybe hmm. we need to come back yeah i'll make it happen thanks for having me i super appreciate it and if i should ever fall the ground will then turn to wine i feel like flying then i feel like frying then <laughs> hope you guys had a lot of fun listening to us decide on who had the worst and best week ever guys next week i have a special guest and in order for you to find out who that special guest is please 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 follow me on instagram best week ever podcast where you can get a little bit more of our stories more scoop more in the know of what's going on during the week And also, you'll get to know who I have as my guest for the week on Best Week Ever Podcast. So please follow us on Best Week Ever Podcast on Instagram. Also, please, please, please rate and review my podcast. I really, really have been happy to see that you guys have been rating them four stars or more. Um, (laughs) And also, please leave a comment and rate it review it love my podcast share it you know if you know anybody who loves pop culture or who is constantly coming up to you saying hey did you hear this or did you hear about this send them my way (laughs) i'll get them off your hands truly because i love talking about pop culture but please rate and review our podcast follow us on instagram and i will be working on more social media work I guess if you can say that but more content will be on its way Jersey Shore will be on a hold no Jersey Shore will not be in a hold (laughs) I will be watching Jersey Shore for the rest of the weekend binge watching it but now that the rain has finally been away I probably have to give it a rest no I'm not gonna do that um but until then I hope you guys are having a best week ever Bye. I feel like buying. And if my dealer don't have no more than.